to Cherry's World. Hey, this is Orlando Brown, and you're listening to Cherry's World. girl cherry johnson and you are listening to cherry's world today i have a special treat for you we kind of did this one on the fly i have mr orlando brown is going to be visiting our show today you might remember orlando brown from shows like major pain that's so raven the jamie fox show as i just learned and he was also on family matters orlando is kind of family to me because i've known him since he's a kid and we're going to meet up with him and see what he has to say about what's going on in his life as of lately. This is Cherry's World. A natural detox can improve everybody's overall health. If you are suffering from obesity, high blood pressure, lupus, diabetes, fibromyalgia, diverticulitis, or if you need to improve your heart health, a natural detoxification can help you. Are you interested in some anti-aging or some Alzheimer's prevention? Hit us up at www.teamcherryj.com. Welcome to Cherry's World. Hey, what's up? It's your girl, Cherry Johnson, and I'm really excited. We are anticipating a phone call from my boy, Orlando Brown. Courtney just informed me that Orlando was on the Jamie Foxx show. Yep. Jamie used him as a way to get closer to uh, Garcelle. I forgot. Fancy on the show. Oh, Garcelle W or something like that. Right? Right. Garcelle was actually on Family Matters. That's right. That's right. (laughs) I remember exactly what she had on. Now, come on now. You remember what she had on? She's very sweet, but she is beautiful. Yes. She had a miniskirt on. I just see what's wrong with y'all. I remember the producers were all like, Carcella's going to be here this week. And I'm lame. So I didn't really know who she was because I don't watch TV. And uh, when I saw her, all I could do was giggle because I remember the producers were like, I shouldn't say that because they were all married, but (laughs) they were all goo goo gaga. So what a lot of people don't know is Family Matters and Jamie Foxx actually shot right next door to each other. Right. Yep, stage nine and ten. Jamie yes. Foxx was stage nine, and we were stage ten. So what did you do? Like, you literally left our show one day and went over there, or was, like, how did that happen? Well, what it, what, what it was was, like, it was definitely, like, a play on time because I would have to do, like, table reads in the morning with, with you know, with the fam, the family that mattered. And, and then from there, I'd do, like, maybe – three hours of school while you guys go and, and do what you guys do before we do rehearsal. But after those three hours, you know, they found it, um, they found it like, well, they found a way to make it way easier for you, you know, for me to, to be able to finish my schooling hours by letting you guys rehearse first right. and having me and Brighton come later. So uh, after table read, I do three hours of school. Then I do two hours over at Jamie. Okay. Doing the staging and stuff like that that table read, then I come back over. So it was just basically like I was going back and forth. <laughs> Michael was working his butt off and I'm, me being the lame that I am, I had no clue. I guess I just figured when you weren't on set or I didn't see you near the snack table that you were in school or something. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I would have assumed so too, you know. Where yeah. I was hopping from ER to 
uh, it was all the time from ER to uh, Jamie Foxx show to uh, <laughs> to Moesha. I was doing oh, a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, my baby stayed working. Okay, well, let me just, because we already started the interview, and I'm sorry, but I just have to cut everybody off really quickly and let them know that, you know, some stuff goes on and media blows things up, and people were reaching out to me like, why don't you call Orlando? Well, unfortunately, the last time I saw Orlando, at least 10 years ago, I walked into a club, and somebody grabbed me. And that's when I caught wind that I was too fucking old to be in the club if Orlando was in the club with me. <laughs> and that was the last time I had seen my baby in person. Do you remember that? You know what? I remember seeing you at the um at the Urban Network. <laughs> and you was with and you was with uh with the big homie with the big homie um it wasn't Uncle Luke. It was yes. uh it was Luther. It was, it was Uncle Luke. Yeah, it was Luther Campbell. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. That was lit. Yeah, that was hella lit. So, yeah, but just, we, you know, we always see each other out. I was just with Luke actually a couple weekends ago. That's still the homie. So, what people don't know is like Orlando is my baby. I've known him since he was a child. Um, I reached out to him when everybody was asking me why hadn't I talked to him and is he okay? Orlando is fine. Orlando, well, let me not speak for you. You're a grown-ass man now. Baby, how you doing? I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just, um, I really I really have enjoyed being a 31-year-old man and realizing, you know, what snakes were in my grasp. And um, I'm very close to, to God. And me personally, I'm just, um, I'm just happy that, you know, I'm not in any crazy position to have to panic or do anything um i do know that a lot of people were concerned because they seen um what was going on and you know uh it was my first time being extorted <laughs> and and uh and used um but you know uh, a lot of a lot of the uh the accusations and stuff like that, i i don't mind people having their own opinion i don't i'm not that kind of person but you know, um, at the end of the day, I, I'm I'm perfectly fine. I'm busy working on the new album, uh, putting together the Orlando Brown show, uh, still, <laughs> and and you know, um, pushing forward with my life. You know, uh, it's about my kids now, and, and making sure that, um, you know, everything uh, everything is stable. You know, it's, it's, it it you know continues to be stable and keep stacking this dough. That's about it. So let's talk about your album. Um, I know that you write. You've always written your whole life. Are you going to talk about your life in the album? Yeah, well, that's exactly what it's. That's what it's all about. Um, I've always uh, put my life and based my music off of my life. Real, 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 um, real emotion, real, real situations, real, real uh, experiences, and that's why um, when I put the first album out, it, it it really did. It was received well because it was the truth. Yeah. So um, yeah, you, you can definitely. Yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. It's like yes, that's exactly why I addressed a lot of what 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 people well a lot of the concerns in in the song, the new album. Um, well, the new single is called Knockout. Uh, I just uh, released the video yesterday. The link is in my bio. Orlando Brown Nine is my Instagram. And um, you know, like I said, we're just trying to push. I mean, there's a lot of things that are going to be said on this album that should have been said a long time ago, but. I'm glad I didn't say it a long time ago because I was I was too young. You know what I mean? Haywire, just saying whatever because I knew it sounded good. But at the same time, 
you know, uh, I collectively put my thoughts together and, and uh, came up with something eclectic. It wasn't the time. So the Orlando Brown show, what is it about? Hmm. Well, it's about me. Well, it's a lot of teams that have, um, that, that are out here, you know what I'm saying? Like basically on their own, you know, when you get, you know, so basically I get money. My, my father dies. I inherited money. My mom was like, mama got to have a life too. So you can either stay here with me or you can go live your life. And I choose to go get my own apartment. So it's basically like a flip of, let's say, uh, you got like Jamie Foxx show, Martin Lawrence show, and, uh, mm, uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air all rolled up into one. So it's it's scripted. It won't be no crazy. Definitely a sitcom. Awesome. I'm so look. Get back, I, yeah, I want to get back to the original, like how you know what the what the real thing was. You feel me? Like we're the last of those of you. our generation that make people want to watch TV. You know what I mean? Thank you. Thank Absolutely. you. As a fan, thank you for that. Oh. So, um, you know, that that um, can I get? I know we have company. And I know that there will be other people listening, but can we get a little bit personal for a minute? I want to talk about Dr. Phil. Of course. Okay, so Dr. Phil, as I told you, I was on Dr. Phil too. And what a lot of people don't realize is it's a TV show. So there are actors involved and things are edited. So some things are creative editing. Um, I personally did not want to watch it. When something happens with one of us on the show, people send it to you and they throw it down your throat. I started to watch mm-hmm. the show. I could not finish watching the show because I was pissed. Yeah. Because I know that the world, um, they don't understand that TV is TV and it's all for entertainment. For me, it was personal because it's your life. And I love right. it. So can you just tell us, I know some more. What people don't understand is he signed a contract to go on Dr. Phil. So I'm doing a lot of the talking. There's certain things that can be said and can't be said because there's a contract that's involved because it's a TV show. Right. What is your take on the final edit of the Dr. Phil show? Well, I was hurt only because I um, essentially went there to see if I can round up all of my baby mamas and, um, you know, connect with my children. Um, cause I was on tour and doing a lot of stuff. So I was like, you know what, let me, you know, get, let me get, get, get this right, get this together. And, uh, it just turned into <laughs> an ambush, you know, um, I wasn't in, I was in my dressing room, so I didn't see what they were saying, you know, to introduce me and everything of that nature. Um, and when I got out there, they just made it look like, you know, like what they made it look like, you know? So I, I was hurt. That was my reaction. I was hurt. And, uh, I like, I, I, I wasn't expect, I was expecting to be respected. So basically, uh, yeah, I was, I was hurt. I did I had, I had no, um, no recollection of, of, you know, what they were going to say. And it, and it just, you know, right. You know, I, I I was overwhelmed, man. So I'm just uh, I'm just trying to figure out exactly like how how people feel. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, they don't know they don't know how I feel unless I say something about it. Absolutely. And that's why I didn't say something about it because I wanted to wait for someone like you to come along to be able to some fa- somebody your family uh, uh somebody like family to, to basically talk to about it. 
But um, yeah, dude, dude, that definitely uh was was chasing clout. That's all I can. That's all I can say. And everybody sees it. So what people don't realize is there's people who position themselves around people who are on TV or you know musicians, and they they pose as friends. And what they do is they wait for I can't an opportunity to sell their friends out. Right. And a lot of that happens. I've been sold out. We we had a conversation about me being married to somebody and having their babies. So there are people who position themselves in your life and pose as friends, but they're really just waiting for the opportunity to sell you out. Um, right, as, they as are. And, and I, I didn't know that that was the case. It was my first time dealing with that kind of situation. So that's another reason why I shut down because I took it as an opportunity to see uh, the snakes in my grass because you know once one thing goes up and you keep watching all these other things go up and it's just like wow that's what you really thought this whole time <laughs> right I, I want to give you the opportunity to paint your own picture of what you want them to do I mean well like I said you know I went there to make sure that I, that I could identify you know you know my kids and get some family therapy and um it, it turned into an ambush and, uh, you know, that, that alone, I feel, you know, is, is, it's crazy. You know, when, when, you know, like for three years I was going viral in everybody's face. So everybody knows my personality and they know that I'm, I'm definitely intellectually inclined enough to know the difference between right and wrong and, and comedy from reality. Um, the person that was speaking, uh, basically, has, he only knew me for three months, and he was saying that he knew me for 10 years. Uh, then it turned into 20 years. Um, you know, it, it, it's, if you have a mind out here, they'll do anything, kind of like, like Nipsey. You know, if you have a mind out here, you're doing something, you have an influence, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll get to somebody close to you on the inside, you know, that, that has a situation, and they'll pay, they'll pay them. Absolutely, TMZ. You well. know, and and we seem like we're we, you know we're high strong because we have to we have to be the ones to say that. But at the end of the day, it's like you know that's basically what it is. We can't do anything about it because that's what they do. And you can't trust nobody around you. That's one of the reasons why I asked you. So Orlando and I were just having a, a regular conversation, and in the middle of the conversation, I said, "What can I do?" I am not. I am not doing this interview for any clout. I'm doing this interview because I love him. And I want you guys to leave him the fuck alone. I not love you too. You know? um, what else do you want them to know, Orlando? I mean, they know me. So I, like I said, me, me, I'm just, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to them listening to, you know, um, the, the music and actually making the assimilation, you know what I'm saying? through the music because of the simple fact that I, I don't, it's, you know, it's just too many, too many people have their own opinion. But at the end of the day, when you do something that people like, you know what I'm saying? That's basically how you get across to them. And a lot of people do like the music. So therefore that's, that's the outlet right now, as opposed to me, you know what I'm saying? Um, not being on any big show or anything right now, you know, just, uh, independently doing my thing like I have been, but, um, you know, like I said, man, I just want them to, I want them to, to, to keep on, you know, looking forward to, to the greatness, man. You know, uh, don't, okay. don't get stuck on, uh, somebody's, somebody's, uh, plot. 
<laughs> Basically, you know, just keep it pushing. So you heard it from the horse's mouth. If you want to know what's going on in Orlando's okay. mouth, wait for the album. Because you did uh, a song with Pimp C. Uh-huh. Yeah, what was that like? I, I, I didn't know that. What's the name of the song and what was that like, working with Pimp C? Well, I, did, I didn't. The, they, they, they made a mistake. I didn't make a song with Pimp C. Pimp C actually, um, well, he, he, he was attempting to sign me to his entertainment company, Live Soul, before he passed away. Yeah. Um, which was through Jive and everything. So um, we had a couple of ideas. I, he kept me in the studio with him, but he was always working on, uh, he was working on the last UGK album before he uh, passed. So therefore we didn't get to get to like get into anything. But at the end of the day, like I, I learned how to be the Prince of Houston. You know what I'm saying? He definitely uh, showed me how to run my company and how to get into the music industry and and be able to sell my own units and do everything that I needed to do as far as wait like you know what I'm saying like get the get the product out there. So he taught me how to be a CEO and he definitely was a great big brother and I miss him to this day. Birthday. Man, that's crazy. And Akon too, you worked with Akon? Sure did, yeah man. Yeah, definitely. Um I've been I've been I've been dealing in that a while with this music thing. So, you know, now that I figured out how to put the um put put the, the the stories you know and all the experiences into the music man it's just it's just a blessing you know what i mean it's, it's a blessing you don't have to you don't have to stress you don't have to do anything but definitely just write and um that's where i'm at with it man so yeah man i'm just glad you i'm glad you ran across that <laughs> yeah 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 man like when was the last time you talked to raven simone Last time I talked to Raven, last time I talked to Raven was maybe five months ago, like five months ago, and she was doing real well. Cool, cool, cool. Always been a fan of her, too. Yeah, she was doing real well. I lost that phone, so I didn't know. I, I, you know, I haven't talked to her since, but I definitely, um, yeah, I definitely love her to death. Were they going to bring you back for that death so Raven? They were going to do? I didn't really, I wasn't really worried. I, honestly, I'm a, I'm, number one, I was a fan of Raven before I was a friend of Raven or a family to Raven. Okay. So to, to see that they, they, you know, they, they, how they put it together, it was definitely awesome. Like I was just happy to see exactly where they were, you know what I'm saying? As, as artists and as actors and actresses. And, and I was proud of them. So with or without me, you know what I'm saying? We, we're still family and we're still uh, an iconic, um, part of people's lives, you know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day. I so at the, hold on. At the end of the day, you know, I'm just I'm like I said, I'm proud of them and, and uh if they if they ever if they ever hit did hit me to do something, I'm there. Yeah, because I haven't seen the reboot of it, but I just can't imagine how they can do that show without you. I was gonna say the one that's on the new one on Disney? Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah, it's not it's not about like her old show, it's about her and her kids and her roommate. Oh. Um it's a totally different take. Oh, okay, okay. It's not what the old fans were expecting it to be at all. Gotcha. But Orlando, I know you're driving, so I'm gonna let you go. I love you. I love you too. Should I thank you for the opportunity? Um, and, I, and I love you guys so much for, for being able to understand and read between the lines, man. Let's, let's, uh, let's do this again sometime soon. Question. Are you tired of unsanitary work facilities like restrooms, break rooms, maybe even sitting at your desk with your allergies flaring up because of dust all around you 
It's so thick you can write your name in it. Well, look no more. The answers to all your needs is here. We here at Special Care Janitorial have been servicing the Dallas Metroplex for over 11 years with a list of satisfied clients, small family-owned businesses, and large corporations. We stand on giving the type cleaning your mother would approve of. If you're seeking the cleaning with care, visit our website today at www.specialcarejanitorial.com or reach out to one of our consultants at 469-772-0164 and always remember, you're special because we care. Would you like to advertise on Cherry's World and have your product placed on Cherry's social media for the world to see? Email us now at cherriesworldpodcast at gmail.com for low introductory rates. Cherry's World Podcast. Get heard. Welcome to Cherry's World. And so there you have it. You heard it from the horse's mouth. That was Orlando Brown. I tracked him down after everybody wrote me telling me that I needed to. (laughs) Like I am Orlando's keeper or something. Um, It's been a while, but he's doing good. Court, what you think? Man, it's always like out of body experience for me to even be like talking with you. And then, like like I said, shooting straight. I literally just I, I don't I can't sleep without the TV on. Jamie Foxx show comes on <laughs> like at three o'clock in the morning. So <laughs> I I literally just got done watching him help help fa- help him get close to fancy. Like and literally you, just got done watching. You completely schooled me because I chose you where I was. I was all up, you know, getting my free food on my free phone. Um, <laughs> while we were doing famous, I didn't even know the boy was running from set to set to set, but he was on his hustle. And that major pain as well. I forgot that was that kid because I remember going to the movies to see it. I was like, oh, that is him. I didn't even know that was him. I do remember major pain because I that was my that's how I see the kid from major pain is when people mention Orlando. That's how I still see him in my eyes. Yeah. Yeah. That was my baby. Hey, let me ask you a question, though. So what was it like? Because I remember when he came on the show, uh, Family Matters. And so how was he like accepted by everybody? Was everybody like excited for like this new character? Because normally when they bring in a new character like that, that means that they, they have plans for the show to expand. It's almost like when they brought Raven Simone on to the Cosby show, they were like, all right, Rudy's getting older. We need another bright spot to the show that's that's how i looked at it when they brought that character 3j on to family matters like oh, okay now we got something else for to keep carl busy carl busy and keep laura and everybody you know busy and stuff so what, you know, what it's so funny that you actually thought about the storyline like i said i never really thought about tv as um a business per se right. so i didn't even read into it that much for me personally when orlando walked on the set like he's as cute as can be, right? So I was just like, oh my God, look at this little baby. I had another, <laughs> I shouldn't say this, but like, I was a young kid, you yeah, know? Yeah. Even though I was, I might've been in my 20s, I was in my early 20s, and there was this cute little boy on the set. I had somebody else to play with, basically. <laughs> you know? And it was like having another sibling on the set to me, who I adored. Brighton McClure was my love of all loves. 
you know. Um, so to go to work and see the little boy who, um, I don't even, played Little Richie. Um, he was right. my baby. So right. now instead of having one baby on the set, I had two. And just like any family with different kids, they all have different personalities. Yeah. So Orlando, uh, Little Richie, Brighton was the one that I loved on because he was very sweet and, and innocent. Orlando wasn't really innocent, but he was bad. He was like that bad little brother that you play with, you know? So, he, so that was his personality because that's, that's what he yes. played on the show. Yes. I mean, he wasn't like bad, like getting in trouble bad, but just, you know, he had a little slick mouth and he was funny. <laughs> like his, his comedic timing was way ahead of himself. So he was the little one that you snatch up in the corner and kind of beat up on a little bit. You don't hurt him. Right. But, you know, he, he, was, he was my baby. And he's still, he's a 31-year-old man, yeah. but he's still my baby. Do you know if they, like, ad-lib him to call, uh, I'm sorry to say his character's name, but to call, call Carl Mr. W, because I just thought that was, like. I mean, that, that was Orlando. See, I figured that. I figured that. I, I was thinking that. That is Orlando, and that's just who he is. Like, you know, you see Orlando, what up, see? First of all, what you doing in the club? <laughs> Are you even 18? You're supposed to be 21 again here. What is you doing? He was like, oh, come on, pipe it down, mama. You ain't got to tell us. <laughs> Nigga, you two feet tall. What is you doing in here? Right, right, right. So, but, but, so, so, like, when he said Mr. W, did, did they, like, say stop, cut right there? No, isn't it? Call oh, him. they laughed. And you just keep rolling and see what else is going to come out of his mouth. Ah, okay, cool, cool. He's a true, he was a true professional. Yeah. You know, he was a baby, but that baby has it. It, it. Some things can't be taught. Either you're born with it or you're not. Yeah. And he was born when he got it. Let me ask you this, though. From, this is from a personal side. Do, do, how do directors feel about the kid that comes there straight to work, doesn't laugh and talk, but obeys and does whatever you say, compared to the kid who's all over the place, has a great personality, uh, kind of hard-headed, but, you know. It depends. You know, it, it's some of the kids who obey and who are quiet don't really come off on camera great. Okay. I was I was kind of the kid that, well, I'm, I'm in between. But, you know, who obeyed and was quiet. But when you say action, I worked. Then some of them are that same obedient kind of quiet kid on camera. Well, when you have the little wild spitfire, Mm -hmm. On set, when the camera goes, he's still a spitfire. The spitfires who we remember. Gotcha. Gotcha. I need to hear that. because I. You know, <laughs> one of the things for me with child actors is um, when you audition them, you see the difference. There's some kids that come in, they're very polite. They're very well rehearsed mm -hmm. because their parents are in them. You need to do this. You need to do that. You need to do this. And they think they need to be perfect kid. I like the kid that comes in and scratches her head and wipes their nose on their arm while they're reading their lines because those that's what kids do. That's what kids do, right. I want them to be a kid. I don't want a robot. Right. Usually when you have the little robot children come in, those are the kids that they're living their parents' dream instead of living theirs. Mm. I want to see life in the kids, man. True, true, true. Scratch your head or something, you know? Yeah, I need to hear that, yeah. 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 Thank you so much, Courtney, for this because um, I, I have to give props, you guys. 
Courtney is the producer of Cherry's World. There is no Cherry's World without Courtney. And I hit Courtney at the last minute and said, hey, Courtney, um, I got in touch with Orlando. Can we do this interview? And Courtney said, give me 10 minutes. And he made it happen. So thank you, Courtney. All I did was press record, guys. That's all I did. <laughs> no, he, he does a lot more than that. Don't let, him, don't let him make it sound too easy. Then everybody else is going to think they're able to do it, Courtney. And right. True, 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 true. <laughs> I, I, I'll edit that out. <laughs> no, I, you know, but I just, I really appreciate you. No doubt. Feelings totally mutual. I'm honored to be part of this with you. Ah, thank you very much. And let's wrap it up, you guys. We got some more surprises coming for you, so stay tuned and see what else is going to happen on Cherry World on the next episode. Podcast episode. How do you say that, Courtney? Uh, I think you just said it right. The next episode. Okay. <laughs> hey, I feel like I'm singing like a Dr. Dre song or something. <laughs> yeah, next episode. There you go. Next episode. Hey. <laughs> <laughs>